Hey, good afternoon, folks. My name is Greg Brooks. As you know, Live Life Now 365, our main goal is to motivate as many people as we can and to live in a lifestyle that is affording to them everything that they do want and none of the things that they don't want. And today I got with me a special guest. It's a person that I can tell you has uh, been a mentor as we have found that, um, you know, growing up together in the same space, I'm a landscaper, he's a landscaper as well. Um, we've both been able to work together in order to continue to grow our businesses and things that we want to do. Um, I want to introduce my friend, Alan. Alan, you care to say anything with the people today? Absolutely. Um, my name is Alan Powell Jr. I've, I've been in the landscape space um, pretty much all my life. I've never actually had a W-2 job, and I'm 27 years of age now. So landscaping and entrepreneurship has gotten me to the point where I own my own home and I'm pursuing um, greatness. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's something that we all can understand as we, we look forward toward figuring out what greatness truly means. Um, and as I've always said, I believe that greatness is your ability to recognize within your own mind your true potential and then embrace it and use it in order to make happen for you whatever it is that you want in life. But, you know, from your perspective, what exactly do you mean by the word greatness? Well, to me, um, as you as you kind of mentioned, greatness is re reaching your fullest potential. And in, in, in my mind, the way that I see that is all of us have the same amount of time in the week and and same amount of time um, every year. And based upon what we want in our lives, what we do either gets us closer to that goal or farther away from that goal. Got it. Now, I agree. And, um, you know, so you're saying that based on what we do gets us closer to that goal or further away from that goal. And would you say, because I would have said, and one of the things that we talk about at Live Life Now 365, it's like, man, you got to have a habit. You got to build a habit of doing something um, and I've been saying lately, like, at least try to be consistent for 30 days. So help me understand that part. Yeah, I mean, um, good habits on, on a daily basis are crucial uh, to success. I would say find out the most important actions you need to take on a daily basis to move you toward those goals and get them done in the first quarter of the day, first half of the day. Got it. So what we're saying then is that would have required something that we talk about at Live Life Now 365. Now, as you guys can see, in my own personal home, I have a goal board. I have boards set up all over the office. So, you know, I'm a big believer in writing stuff down. And so as we talk about meticulously how we're going to get to an agenda in order to be able to implement um, mm -hmm. in the first quarter so that we could get to a place, what did you say would be some keys in order to implement that strategy that you just spoke about? All right, well, let me give you um, some examples from my own life and my own business. Um, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a landscaper for some reason. I'm, I'm good um, at creating aesthetics. I, I angulate really well with my eyes, which means that I can make lines um, really easily. Mm -hmm. I can see straight lines easily, so I can see level. I can see vertical lines and, and, and horizontal lines very easily. So I guess it was probably maybe seven or eight years old. I asked my grandmother if I could trim her, her bushes for her. Mm -hmm. And she was a little concerned giving a seven-year-old the hedge trimmers. And she was like, well, okay. And, <laughs> and she, let me, uh, she let me go at it. That's and when she awesome. came out and it was all straight and level, she was like, wow. And um, that was kind of like my start. I was like, I really want to do this. I like this. I can actually, I mean, you'd spend a few, a few minutes doing something and you can see the, the result immediately. Right, right. Well, um, uh, fast forward a few years, I wanted to build my business up and I set a goal of having, I think I wanted 30, 30 clients. And I was probably, I don't know, uh, 15 or something like that. And I wrote it down and I went door to door, knocking on doors, trying to get lawns in different parts of the city. And I ended up with 17 yards that year, which was a lot more than I would have ended up with if I hadn't written anything down and hadn't, uh, and hadn't pursued it. But really when you put something in, in motion, when you, when you write something down and you visualize it and you plan toward it and you work toward it, it's amazing how close and maybe even you'll surpass your goal. 
Do you hear this, folks? Everything that we talk about when it concerns live life now 365 days, um, Alan had just put into a very short note for us. When we start to realize that we also have to begin to visualize and plan out what we want by taking that first step and just having the imagination or the belief, but then also as we would have used that as the catalyst that allowed us to believe in something a little bit bigger, we then began to become a little bit more specific about how we were going to get there. And so um, one of the biggest things that I've always tried to tell folks is like, you know, in life, you know, um, there's no such thing as failure. Failure is something that you perceive. Um, a, A great quote that John F. Kennedy once said, he said, nothing great in life has ever been achieved without failure. And I think that this is best represented by the story that you just told us because you went out to get 30. Is that right? Right. You went out to get 30 and you ended up with 17. Right. But the fact that you wrote down a goal of 30 is what inspired you all the way up until the end of the season when you couldn't get any more in order to try to get to that 30. Right. Okay, no, that's good. Now, I like that a lot. And I think that's where we all have to be in life as we begin to position ourselves towards some of the things that we most desperately want is that we begin to recognize that it requires us to have first a goal. Um, and, and I used to always hear that word goal, you know, like write a goal, make a goal, blah, blah, blah. For me, it was always tough because a goal to me was like, you know, something that I didn't quite understand. I think we all got different perspectives on it, but help us understand what a goal is to you. Okay. Um, I like to think about goals in a lot of different ways. Right now, I'm in a race with one of my friends to save a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And we both, well, I don't know what he did, but I wrote mine down and I look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing when you when you write something down, when your brain connects mm-hmm. your writing and physically looking at a goal. And it's it's amazing. We have um, what's called, it. I think it's an articular uh, reactivating process in our brains. Mm-hmm. Basically, our, our brains are like heat-seeking missiles, goal-seeking okay. missiles. When you put something in your brain and you look at it and you visualize it and you see it and you physically write it down, your brain does everything in its power to have that goal um, accomplished. Got it. Okay. And I've had that, I've had this, the same result happen over and over again in my life. When I look back and think about things that I've looked at over and over again and planned for, those things became my reality. Got I'm it. talking about the same, the kind of cars that I drive, the, uh, the kind of truck that I ended up with in business, the house that I have. I mean, everything. It all goes back to having a goal, having written it down or having at least visualized it over and over again. That is crazy. That is amazing because that is exactly how I look at a lot of the stuff that I have. You know, I can tell you a little bit about Alan. You know, he was uh, one of the guys that as I was growing up as well, we're about the same age, but he was doing a little bit more um, when it came to just landscaping. And what that did, that inspired me to do a little bit more as well. But one of the things that it was kind of like a book club, but you know, it was was a group of people that were dedicated to going through a process of trying to read a certain amount of books because we all understood that depending on the type of books that we read was was also going to give us the opportunity to learn new stuff. And so as I began to read more books, I became more knowledgeable. Um, but I do want to thank you for that introduction into you know what you were doing at the time, because it allowed me to open my mind up. And I think that's one of the biggest principles that we want you guys to understand is that as you begin to live life now in 365 days, it opens your mind up. You know, Alan, I've been telling a lot of people this, and I want to see how well you can correlate with it if you've ever heard it before. We, we would both agree that we get 365 days days in the year, right? Mm-hmm. But I say, hey, you know, you got to sleep six to eight hours out of the day. You know, you, 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 most people sleep. For the six, most part, for, yeah. for the most part, most people sleep about six hours to maybe eight hours. And if you sleep more than eight, then you need to do something about it. But with that thought alone, 
we would have found ourselves losing 140 days out of that 365 days just sleeping. Mm-hmm. So out of 365 days, folks, and as Alan alluded to initially when he got on this podcast, he, he said that we all get the same amount of time. And it says that with that same amount of time, we also um, are allotted the same requirements when it comes to sleep. Now, that's one thing that you can't get away. You cannot go your whole life without sleeping. So the fact that you're going to lose 140 days automatically allows you to begin to understand that where those other 240 days go, you must begin to understand. And so if you're in a nine to five, as I'm speaking with the gentleman that has told you that he's never drawn a W-2 in his life, he's simply saying that he's provided himself with the ability not to get bogged down within the nine to five. See, Alan, most people go to work after they wake up and they spend eight hours groaning and moaning while on the job and and they lost another eight hours. Exactly. That's 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 240 days out of 365 in which they found themselves sleeping and being in a position in which they really would rather not be. And I think that the overall principle to that said that they only get, you know, another 140 days. And those are usually spent on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday. And if you times that out, I'm telling you, that's where your other 140 days go. But kind of help us understand how we can get into a position to where we're getting out of what, what some people may call um, a thought consciousness of a nine to five grind. Well, um, I think... My- my my journey even goes deeper than that. I think it was like eight years old. My mom, uh, I was homeschooled, by the way. Um, my mom said, who was my teacher, you know, if you want to go to college, you need to think of a way to pay for it because we're not going to pay for your college education. Mm-hmm. At eight years old, you need to plan this because if this is something you want to do, you need to start putting those resources toward that that goal. And I, at eight years old, was like, you know what? I don't even want to go to college because I, the way I look at education and my parents are educated and whatnot is I look at education as, okay, so you're going to school to learn a, a skill or a trade to where you can be um, a useful member of society, bring something to the table, being able to work for an employer or, or whatnot. You know, you're learning a skill, you're learning a discipline. And I was thinking, you know, people do this because they need to make money so they can support their family, support their goals and visions and dreams. I was like, you know what? Why not just invest that same amount of energy figuring out how to make a good amount of money legally instead of spending that time going to school? And then you can basically, I mean, avoid paying for college. And I mean, you can basically design your own, your entire life. And I figured this out at eight years old. So that was always my plan. I never envisioned going to school and getting a job and working for somebody else nine to five ever. Um, And, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, my dad actually kind of influenced me in this way. He worked for the government and he was, um, he was, a, he was an attorney. And I would, I would say, I want to do this. I want to do that as a kid. And he would say, you know, you should work for yourself. You should own your own business. He didn't own his own business, but that's something that he told me. And I internalized that. And so to this day, I've never had a job. I've never gone and, and applied anywhere. I don't even know how to apply for a job. So, I mean, it's weird, but that's the way my brain works. I'm like, why not invest your energy toward building the life that you want? Okay. It just so happens I enjoy landscaping. So that's kind of what I pursued. I do other things. I, I enjoy a lot of different things, but that's kind of where I saw I could I could create my own lifestyle. Got it. Got it. And so let's help people get to the the uh, mindset that you currently now have. And I can tell you um, just from knowing Alan, this has been a practice that has been in motion for some time now because he's telling you stories whereby he was envisioning this thought process at eight years old. Um, I've asked some people to just envision something for 30 days. I grew up with the thought process of being able to envision something for at least six months in order for me to begin to understand what the requirements would have been. Um, But help people begin to take the first steps 
toward financial freedom when it comes to getting away from a nine to five mindset? You know, what are some of the tips and, 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 and ideas and tricks that you use to to help your mind get there uh, mentally. So um, when I think about someone that is trapped in a nine to five job, I really, really believe that, I mean, or trapped in any situation that, you know, they, they feel like they can't get out of. I really feel like there is a way for them to get out of it. And it's to start with the, the 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, 10% means that 10% of that, I guess, income that you're generating from whatever you're doing or, or whatever the activity is, you can start tithing to yourself. And that means you take that 10% and you save it. And that money is to create a buffer for you to get away from having to be reliant upon that job or that situation that you're in uh, and so that you can have other options. And that, that as that buffer grows, that percentage can grow. Because you know you no longer need to. Uh, maybe you can pay off debt with that money. Maybe right. you can um, pay off credit mm-hmm. cards or or put yourself in a position to where you're not relying upon that job 100 percent for your income. Right, right. And everybody can start with 10 percent. If you can't start with 10 percent, maybe one percent. You know, take the one percent of your time and one percent of your money mm-hmm. and start tithing it to yourself. Separate it. Basically, it's like embezzling money from yourself. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. You need to get that money, separate it from yourself, and put it in an account says for my future freedom or my future uh, success. I like that a lot. And I think that you even tied it in because, you know, oftentimes we would have told people to try to take 10% of their earnings and we were even taking it down some to 1% of your earnings and put it back so that you can begin to do something that you love to do or at least begin the process toward uh, pursuing something Mm -hmm. um, with passion on the side. Right. And and I'm saying, um, you know, if you're in that position as well, Take 10% of your mindset on how you look at your current situation. And if you can't take 10%, take 1% of how you look at your current 9 to 5. Because it also says that if you're finding yourself spending the entire 8 hours being upset about your current situation, and if you could begin to take 10% of that time and put it into something that you could possibly be doing that will make you happy, that will bring you closer to whatever it is, then you're absolutely in control of that. You're Mm -hmm. absolutely in control of that because the circumstances of your bills, the circumstances of the debt that you may have could have put you in a position to where you're wanting to say, I can't do 10%, but I'm going to shoot for 1%. But I think that we all can conclude the greatest gift that we've ever been given through mankind is our ability to take possession of our mind. And that's what Live Life Now is all about. It's about giving you the opportunity to recognize that that's your greatest gift. So take 10% of your mindset and be able to put it towards something that you want, even if it's nothing more than being able to control how you allow your job to affect you so that you can have the time to begin planning something else out for the future. And here's one thing I want to make sure that I get you to talk about because we're living in a different period whereby we can't never say that there has ever been anybody, um, no matter what age you are, that is looking forward toward the next 20 years in 2019, and I call it 2020. So as uh, a young entrepreneur, as we talk to many people all around the country and the world, um, young and old, but you know, nobody has ever been their age going into 2020, preparing for the next 20 years with all the resources and availability that we have before us. And we would have also understood that inflation and all these things that happen within the market have allowed us to recognize that the amount of money that you were able to have at your disposal 20, 30 years ago is not going to be enough for you to make it as we get ready to look at these next 20 years. And so it's not it's not necessarily a race thing anymore. It, you know, we're finding ourselves in um, a generational gap based on the 
the way in which you look at your life, but then also based on wealth. Um, so, you know, I'm saying we all need more than one way to generate money. That's the overall principle that, you know, we're kind of talking about over the last 10 minutes is like, how do you begin to take yourself from your current situation and figure out another way in order to generate money? So help us understand some things that you may do or some principles that you would want to apply for us to be able to get into a position where we're not just looking at making money, doing one thing for the next 20 years with all the possibilities that we have afforded to us at this point in time. Well, Beyond the the ten percent of the one percent that you might be saving or putting aside from your personal earnings during that time that you work, you realize that people usually work from nine to five. After they get off of work, they have from five to nine, which is another four hours that they can put toward the, a business or a side hustle of their choosing. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a there's a whole lot of different things you can do uh, in your spare time for four hours in an evening, which adds up to like twenty hours over the course of a work week. Mm-hmm. So that's an additional twenty hours you can put toward making money. Or doing something on the side. I've been in network marketing businesses. I've done a lot of different other things. Right now I'm pursuing real estate. And um, I'm basically the idea is you want to buy things and, and purchase things that have intrinsic value and that produce positive cash flow and that their value grows over time. Hmm. Single family homes are um, a very, very good way of uh, gaining equity and appreciation over the long term. People's net worths in California, people that bought houses for $160,000, 30 years later, those houses were selling for $1.2, $1.7 million. Mm, mm, if you accumulate mm. those houses and if your tenants paid for them, that means you basically you bought a, a few million dollars of real estate and somebody else paid you mm-hmm. to, to be worth two or $3 million mm-hmm. in the 10 to 15, 20 year uh, span. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, then that's good. You know, and, and from an entrepreneur standpoint, you know, we really can correlate with that because there it is. We're finding ourselves in a position where that's something that everybody is looking for toward getting to. Um, but for the individual that's in the nine to five, um, let's try to break it down a little bit more and say, what can you begin to do? Because, of course, we want you to be able to have assets. We want you to begin to get assets as best as you can, but maybe you can't buy a house. What what other things could you be doing? Because I would have always said, hey, make sure that you're buying, even if it comes down to the clothing that you purchase, something that, you know, when you put it in the washer one time, it's not going to require you to buy something else. So what else can we begin doing in order to make sure that we're maximizing our efforts in trying to uh, make life last a long time? Well, one of the ways that, um, like I say, when you start with that, when you start with that 10 or 1%, the idea is to get to a certain amount of money that gives you um, decision-making power when it relates to your job. I would say uh, saving $25,000, getting to that, setting a goal of saving $25,000 for an individual will, will give you options. $25,000 is a good down payment amount for a piece of real estate. It's a good seed money for a business. It's good. I mean, it's a, it's a good cushion for if you need to leave your job. See, now when you have $25,000 in the bank and you know, you're really not happy with your job, you may be able to maybe work for somebody else to do something else that you might like better without worrying about losing your job immediately. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're able to be a little bit more free and you're, you're less uh, worried. Right, right. It adds a level of comfort. Right. You know, you're able to invest in a business. Maybe you want to start a business with somebody. You have, you're able to provide some seed capital. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't take a lot of money to start a business. I mean, it, it does, but it does it shouldn't really. What you need is the basic uh, equipment to get started, which most of the time you can either rent or borrow. And once you're started, I mean, the way I look at business, I, I really could make money doing anything. 
yeah. I, I really could make money doing <laughs> no, no, any, no, I, anything. I, I, and I know, and I know you can. <laughs> and, and it just says to the extent that you know, you know, these are, you know, this is a gentleman, um, and we're people that have found a way in order to get to that level. And what we're really trying to do is give you the opportunity to expand your mind enough to know that that's also something that you're capable of having have happened for yourself. And so, you know, if you had to say, you know, one thing, then I know based on what you said today, it's really about trying to invest back into something that will allow you to have a little bit more control over the destiny. You know, it's all about trying to raise capital and, and, and make money. And, and I would have said that I definitely agree with that 110%. And, and then it also goes to also investing back into yourself. And that's what we are about at Live Life Now 365. Although we're going to provide people like Alan that are going to help you understand, you know, what you can be doing in order to take 10% of your earnings and put it back. And if you got cash, then it, it said that you got a little bit more freedom. Then we're also asking you to do something for, for your mindset. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, help like us that understand on that. Yeah. that. Yeah. So um, something that I don't think I mentioned is that I've read a lot of business books. I probably read maybe two to 300 business books. Wow. Um, I've read maybe oh, seven, I believe it. maybe seven hundred books. Me reading. Maybe seven hundred books total, or maybe a thousand books total. But I've read a lot of books. Um, and the reason why I did that is I learned that the more books you read, though that information gets in your brain and it starts coming out in, in what you do in your life. Mm -hmm. It starts it starts seeping out of your actions. Mm -hmm. You you put that information in your brain. That's kind of you know I think about the people that I read as my mentors, the mm -hmm. authors. The, the, those who came before me, people like you know Dan Kennedy, marketing guru, um, people like Gary Keller, the uh, the CEO of the largest private real estate company in the world right now. Keller Williams, Keller Williams. Okay. yeah, I mean it's it's Gary Keller, yep. um, with with Keller Williams. I mean I read people like that. Um, of course, you know Thinking to Rich mm -hmm. was 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 pivotal. I would say in 2010 I read uh, Tim Ferriss's The Four Hour Work Week, and that really changed my mm -hmm. perspective tremendously mm -hmm. because I was able to see. And that book is not like the title would it would it, Right. <laughs> would would uh, lead you to believe that book is about optimizing what you're doing with the, with your life, with your day, with your lifestyle. What is it you're actually trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. And reading these books, I mean, if if you if you can take that maybe that ten percent or that one percent and put some money toward buying some books, there you go, and putting the time into reading those books, yeah. maybe, and that from that five to nine oh period of time, you'll be amazed at at what you'll accomplish in, the, in in a few years. Oh my, oh my, you just hit the nail on the head right there because you've just helped us understand that if there's anything that we can begin to do outside of a monetary perspective is simply finding something to read that is going to bring you to the next level and um, as you would know on our website we have a tremendous amount of books as suggestions but you know one thing about the way life works is once you gain that thought process of wanting to read and wanting to grow your mind, you're not going to find it hard that the books that you begin to read are fall in line with what you want in your life. And so um, you just really brought that home. And I know you you know, you got a flight to catch. So I just want to make sure that um, I ask you one more question. And, and it's just simply this, you know, what's one thing that you would do different had you known better? Man, the one thing that I would have done better if I had known better was dream bigger. Mm. Okay, so when I was 10 years old, I visualized myself owning a landscape company, having X Mark Zero Turn Mowers, driving a box truck. Mm. Fast forward 10 years later, I had exactly what I visualized. And I was right. like, man, I should have visualized having multiple rental properties, mm. being a multimillionaire. I would have had that if I had envisioned that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's a quote that says, I think it's in Think and Grow Rich. It's like, uh, you know, of of life, I, I ask a penny and, and life gave me a penny. Mm. There you go. Yeah. But if I, is. you know, basically, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically whatever you ask, of life, life will give it to you. If you only ask for a penny, that's all you're going to get, you mm -hmm. know? 
Ask for more, think more, visualize more, visualize bigger. I'm still struggling struggling with that. I'm still learning to to envision bigger and more for myself. That's good. That is very powerful. And I'm so glad that you took the time um, out of your busy schedule to come and talk to all of our followers over at Live Life Now 365. We have over 30,000 people that are going to be able to hear this message. And we hope that it will encourage them um, to continue to dream big. I think you summed it up really, really well because I think we all become what we think about most of the time. And mm-hmm. when I think about you, with the box truck and the ability to have the zero turns, um, the, the, the way in which that happened, we would have, and just as much as I would have, I would have thought that it would have taken me 10 years to get to where I wanted to be, you know, same story. I wanted to be able to have, you know, 50 accounts and I wanted to be, be able to have 100 accounts and I wanted to be the largest lawn care company and all these great things. Well, that happened in less than three years and it, and it propelled me to a position of where now we do multi-million dollar landscaping projects, you know, we're an entirely different company than that of what I envisioned um, as far as my dream initially. And so we're saying that, you know, you have the capacity to get where you want to get if you dream at all within less than three years. I remember when you had the box truck. I remember, I mean, these things now are like secondary nature because this was almost five years ago when that happened after having maybe been in business for, you know, less than three years. And so just like that, you were able to put yourself in a position to obtain those things. So there is one thing that I think we all could say that we've gained from this is that um, as we begin to look at our lives and what we want, don't be afraid to reach for the sky and dream bigger than that of what you can possibly conceive. Because as you said, from a penny, you're going to get a penny. But if you can dream a dollar, if you can dream a thousand dollars, a million dollars, don't be afraid because you can't see it right now to dream bigger than that of what you can commonly perceive. And that is a great principle. So before you leave, is there anything that you would care to say in regards to just talking to, uh, you know, 30,000 people that are prepared to try to get to the level that you have gotten to where your mindset, and, and let me mind you all that none of us have gotten there yet. You know, success is a lifelong journey. And so we're all working on something. And that's why we want you to begin to live life now, because it says that you've at least taken into the thought consciousness that this is something that is going to allow you to be able to live and you're going to do it for the rest of your life. And as you begin to build these thought principles upon your daily routine, it's going to change the way you look and perceive the entire world. I know you got something um, yeah. that maybe you'd just like to say before you leave. Yeah, the one thing I'd like to leave uh, your audience with is surround yourself with people that you want to be like. Mm-hmm. Because the, the people that you spend the most time with is who you're gonna, your life is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Those who have uh, your income, the, the income that you want or desire, spend time with people like that. You know, I, I literally spent time with a couple millionaires and my income basically overnight within a one year time doubled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Just spend, And if you can't, you know, get by somebody like that in person, read their books because that's another way to associate with somebody that is doing what you want to do. You know, or whatever area of life that you're needing success in, if it's health wise, read healthy, read healthy people's books, read people, spend time with people that are health conscious, that'll help you make better decisions about your health as well. Awesome. There, there you have it, folks. Uh, true entrepreneur, having built multiple businesses and levels of success, being able to get what he wanted in life by truly being able to uh, have a vision. And, and that, that that was one of the biggest principles that I've taken out of this is that there was a vision that was first initiated. But one of the best things about it is that he topped it off by helping us understand that there you can never dream big enough. So reach for the sky. And, and that's so critical. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this. We're going to definitely have Alan back. 
back. He's going to be able to help us understand a lot more as we begin to all try to live life now 365. <laughs>